Hi, this is Weed. And this is Cliff. Thanks for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. It's a collection of things we think are interesting, and we hope you enjoy our take on them. And if you do, please consider clicking that Support the Podcast button over on the other side of the page. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast. This ironic story seemed destined to happen. This guy in St. Louis arrested Thursday for trespassing and has been since charged with attempted robbery. Although police haven't said if the 20-year-old man actually tried to steal something while he was there. But sneaking around security, jumping a gate, and getting into the brewery where Budweiser beer is made without permission is probably going to get you charged with something. After police had taken him into custody and checked his ID, they were in fact quite astonished to find that the actual given name of the man breaking into the Budweiser brewery was Bud Weiser. <laughs> he's not related to the Over family, is he, by any chance? No, he's not. Okay. There, there were two S's there. Bud Weiser. What are the odds of that, Cliff? <laughs> million to one. At least a million to one. <laughs> Well, welcome this Monday morning to the Morning Road Show where, well, we do a lot of leg pulling on this program. This is true. And your leg is the only part of you that we are actually allowed to pull. We've petitioned for other parts, but everyone keeps saying, no, you can't. I'm a little saddened by that, Cliff. I don't know about you. Yeah, I'd like to pull an arm or two. At least, yes. <laughs> a couple of mornings, I'd like to have grabbed somebody by the neck, twisted that around some. <laughs> twisted that around some, huh? <laughs> okay. Here's our news director. It's Cliff Ingram. I don't know what's wrong with my mind this morning, Cliff. I I started to call you the news ma- maestro. That's exactly what I started to say instead of news director. The news the I news what? I don't, I maestro. I don't know why that word maestro came my, into my head. I don't even maestro. know what that is. As if I'm directing an orchestra. Well, I guess. <sighs> <laughs> well, today, Cliff... Yeah. Is Dinosaur Day. Did you know that? I did not know that. Yes. And um, I came up with a couple of facts that I believe I remember from high school on the uh, dinosaurs I thought I'd like to share right now. Oh, okay. Sure. Uh, digging up uh, dinosaur remains yeah. is actually the only thing to do in the state of Montana. There's nothing else to do There's there nothing except else. Yeah. dig them up. I can and believe that. if I remember correctly, Cliff, they yes. ate the Flintstones. And that's why that show went off the air. So it was thought it was canceled because there was no viewers. No. No. The Flintstones was canceled because Fred and Wilma got eaten I think, by a dinosaur. I think the uh, dinosaurs at Fred's work turned on them. Yeah. Now, they got good-tasting vitamins now. But that's oh, why yeah. The, yeah. But that's why the show <laughs> went asunder. I don't know why I said asunder either. <laughs> well. You're full of words today. I know, but I don't know what they mean, half of them. This story from the country of Brazil proves that anyone, and I mean anyone, can be a criminal, no matter their disability. Authorities in Canela, Brazil, say a 19-year-old man entered a jewelry store there last week, placed a note on the counter advising all employees to not move and under no circumstances activate any type of alarm. And then... He raised a weapon and pointed it at the store owner, a gun, handgun, well, kind of. 
That, of course, doesn't sound like something out of the ordinary when it comes to jewelry store high, so it's worth noting that the unidentified man has a disability that leaves him unable to speak or to use his hands. And so while committing the crime, he was moving about in a motorized wheelchair and operating the handgun with his feet. (laughs) Police soon arrived and took the man into custody without incident, although they said that he was also carrying a knife at the time of the crime. How we plan to use that, we may never know. I don't care what you point at me, Cliff, whether it's your hands or your feet. If you've got a gun in it. I'm paying attention. I'm paying, yes. I will be your best student. I'm paying particular (laughs) attention to you. Yesterday, Cliff, I I had to put another marker in my you're getting old pile. (laughs) How many are you up to now? That pile's getting larger and larger. (laughs) You see, a few years ago, I was talking to a girl about the Beatles, and after I got done talking about how much I like their music and all that, she looked at me and said, I've never heard a song they've ever sang, and I'm like, oh my gosh. (laughs) And yesterday, Cliff, I added this to my pile of oldness. Okay. The older you get, I think the fewer things seem worth waiting in line for. This is true. I got to say, life is short. Well, don't wait in line so much. Right. I uh, used to wait in line for a lot of different things. And yesterday yep. I happened to be in Newburgh down by the river mm-hmm. and I spotted an ice cream place where they make their own cones, sugar cones right wow. there. Like, boom, right. Just hey. for you. You don't see that very often. No, you don't. And I stood in this long line, and after about 20 minutes, because <laughs> it takes yeah. a little bit for them to make it, and everybody wants the sugar cones, yeah. I literally got out of line and said, it's not worth the wait. And then I thought, <laughs> man, there was a time when it came to ice cream. I mean, you that's like a, all day. It's like a food group for me, Cliff. But yes, yeah. I'm like, I've got other things to do. Yeah. I read this morning, Cliff, on the Internet that some states are placing limits on the quantities that people can purchase of certain beverages, alcoholic beverages. (laughs) Really? Most of these beverages are certain kinds of whiskey that are in extremely high demand. Okay. And it includes some really expensive top-shelf stuff. Now, we all know that some people are trying to drink their way through this mess we're going through. (laughs) Agreed. But does expensive whiskey make it all go a lot faster for you? Does it really? I I gotta say no. Well, (laughs) I kind of take the other view, Cliff. I think this could be our motto for the whole morning this today. What's that? Hard times call for hard liquor. I think that's just... (laughs) Well, okay, so, yeah, but hard times, you could just have the cheap stuff to get past the hard times. Well, Cliff, June... The entire month is mm-hmm. Accordion Appreciation Month. <laughs> oh, it is. Yes. I did not know that. And when I read that bright and early this morning, I got to thinking, what musical instrument, you know, that we have now, could yeah. I possibly have actually designed myself? I can think of two. Okay. Now, a violin I couldn't do. There's yes. no way I could come up with that idea. A guitar. Right. A drum. Yes. <laughs> you just bang it. I just bang it. That's I can do that. Yeah. I can do the banging. The other one is the accordion. Because basically all it is is, well, you sit in your laboratory, Cliff, with your safety glasses yeah. and your lab coat, and you think of yeah. something that you can squeeze that makes noise besides a whoopee cushion. <laughs> Although there are certain whoopee cushions I think would sound better than 
accordion playing. An accordion. But yeah. that's all it is. It's something to squeeze that makes a noise. Is that not true? No, that that's absolutely true. It's a squeeze box. They didn't write a song about that. <laughs> they already did. <laughs> and it wasn't necessarily about an accordion. <laughs> oh, well, I'll have to look it up. We, we have had considerable discussion over the past few weeks about an attempt to set a world's record, you and myself, during the pandemic. Apparently, others are having a similar discussion as well. And while our discussion has remained just that, discussion... Johnny Gregoric now in training for his own world record attempt. Gregoric is an elite middle distance runner and continues to train in preparation for the Olympics whenever they're held. And as part of that training has decided to attempt to break the world's record for running one mile while wearing blue jeans, (laughs) 100% denim, according to the regulations and Gregoric's choice is Levi 501s. The current World record blue jean mile held by a man named Dylan Maggard of New York State. Four minutes, 11.8 seconds. Those suckers are tight. <laughs> yes. I... <laughs> and cause chafing yeah. after about the first half a mile or so. <laughs> yes. And boy, if you need a break during the race, yeah, it's hard to get them unbuttoned in time. I'm telling you, Cliff, those <laughs> no. things are... You could have an accident. Well, you got to count your buttons to make sure you got them all done. I'm telling you that. Cliff, are you a big Superman fan? I don't know. I'm not like a giant fan. I mean, I've seen the movies and whatnot, but I'm not like, you know, a, a giant fan. Let's just say that. Well, they've got a new movie they're in the discussions of coming out with. And okay. I've never seen a Superman movie. I've seen him on TV really? years ago when they used to have that show on. Remember that? <laughs> you mean the the uh, the old fifties uh, show? Yes, I've seen reruns like of that. Yeah, many years ago, and I just never was impressed with him. First of all, I don't trust anyone who has X-ray vision. <laughs> I just don't trust them. I know what they'll be doing, and I don't yeah. trust them. And the other thing is, I remember on TV, Cliff. Maybe it's different at the movies, but on TV. I mean, he's the man of steel. He can stop anything when it's, you know, coming at him. But somebody throws a phone at him and he ducks. And I'm like, why are you ducking? (laughs) And so my whole take on him from my youth is that I really believe, Cliff, and this might not be true, but I think that Superman goes to bed wearing Chuck Norris pajamas. I really do. (laughs) Mac the Knife is all loaded up as our punishment song on this Monday. It's time now for No Prize, Just Punishment here on the Morning Road Show. <laughs> Featuring today, Cliff, Yeah. Mac the Knife. Oh, mercy. Bobby Darren. That's going back a day or two, and it's a song that I don't even know what they're talking about in it. I, I know, it the uh, irony, I think it's the act, the song is actually from like a opera that was written in the 30s. Are you serious? <laughs> I'm totally serious. Well, let's go to the phone line. We've got them lit up this morning. Okay. Let's, let's go. Here we go. Hi, who's this? Mike Luttrell. Hey, Mike Luttrell. What hey, are you doing today? Uh, as little as possible. Well, you're at the right <laughs> place. Well, Mike, are you ready for this? Yeah, no Mac tonight today. Well, okay. Well, if you get this right. So I'm going to give you this statement about a country music artist, and you tell me if it's true or did I just make the whole thing up, okay? Yep. All right. This artist initially went to school to become a Baptist preacher, 
but was kicked out of school for playing country music in nightclubs. Of course, I'm talking about Ronnie Dunn from Brooks and Dunn. I'm going to say that's true. You think Ronnie Dunn was trying to be a preacher at one time? <laughs> yeah. Well, you're absolutely right, Michael. Congratulations. Wow. That I is, told you no Mac the Knife today. You, you did a wonderful <laughs> job. I really thought you would trip up and we would be hearing the knife, but we're yeah. not. I got my... I got my shoes tied this morning. All right. Well, Michael, thank you for calling in and participating and and for not making us play that, okay? Hey, you guys have a good day. You too. You too. Bye, Michael. <laughs> now, did you know that about so, Ronnie Dunn? I, I did not know that. He was in, uh, you know, school to be a minister. That was his goal in life. Well, clearly... They didn't think he would fit the mold. <laughs> I don't think so, no. Cliff? Yes? I've never been to Baptist ministry school by any stretch of the imagination, but I'm yeah. pretty sure you can't sing about Jack Daniels whiskey <laughs> and be in good standing. I'm just saying that's probably why well, he's really not that, into that, that anymore. That might very well be it. <laughs> yes. Well, I'm glad that he changed careers there, at least for my part, because I love his voice. Well, I, yeah. I think he's got a fantastic voice, and boy, we'd have got cheated out of that if we had him in the uh, ministry still. <laughs> Is that not true? Well, I mean, you... you on the selfish you, part here, on me. You might, you might get to hear him sing, but then you'd have to sit through a sermon. That's right. Exactly right. <laughs> well, here's Alan Jackson, and he's got a sermon for us, too. Uh-oh. It's living on love. I bet it's grumpy. I bet it is, too. <laughs> you know, Cliff, I'm really surprised about something. Maybe I shouldn't be, but I am. What? Uh, what is that? I am surprised. If I my calculations are right, we've went about three months playing the game No Prize, Just Punishment. <laughs> and we still get wonderful listeners that call in and participate yeah. knowing that if they mess up, yeah, we're going to point a finger at them and say, it's all you. That's right. And... and yet, that there's no prize whatsoever. No, I kind of am stunned by that. I like it. Don't get me wrong. No, I'm totally. I mean, I'm totally on board with that. I think it's that's probably why it's one of my favorite games ever. Is that it's proof that you know. Have, I mean, it's all it's it's cool to have nice prizes, but we don't have to have prizes to have fun. So, I kind of like that today because Michael was so so sure that we weren't not going to hear Mac the knife. <laughs> And when you have that much confidence and it works out, yeah, it's just perfect. I think that is your prize right there, that I'm smarter than you thought I was going to be. <laughs> no, that's absolutely true. Cliff, we mentioned that Ronnie Dunn had a birthday today, or has a birthday. Yes. And so mm -hmm. does Morgan Freeman. He's, Morgan Freeman? Yes. Morgan okay. is 83 today. Wow. And I'm okay. telling you, Cliff, I could listen to his voice all day long. Yeah, and, and he could just, like, you know, read the grocery ad from the newspaper. <laughs> that man could narrate yeah. a root canal, and you'd want to stand in line to get one because it sounds like a lot of fun. I really believe that. <laughs> and that's a tough sale. It, it's tough. Yeah, I mean, when it, to it totally is. You're right. When a dentist says you need a root canal, I mean, everybody's like, oh, my gosh, the world is ending. <laughs> but standing in to narrate the root canal... <laughs> Morgan, Morgan Freeman. Freeman. Yeah. I'll take two. <laughs> it's time now for Take It to the Bank. Okay. This country's population, Cliff, is so yes. small 
and they are so secluded from the rest of the world that whenever two people there start dating, there's Mm -hmm. a very serious risk that they're already related. (laughs) And the country is Iceland. Iceland? Yes. They (laughs) even have an app there in that country where people can put their names into the app and find out if they're related before the dating starts getting too serious. Too serious. Uh They can find out if they're cousins or not. That's exactly right. They have to, as a country, go to their favorite app store and download the app, Miss Isipipi, and see if they're related. (laughs) Okay, I made that last part up. Oh, okay. (laughs) They don't really have to do that part. But there is an app that they go to. But there is an app. Yes. Does it it work in West Virginia? Well... You know, it's really not that secluded of a place. West Virginia? Yes. There's really no excuse for this. True. Yes. But all of that, except for the app part, yep. Mississippi, you can take to the bank. <laughs> well, Cliff, I'm sitting here this morning with uh, all morning long, pounding my yep. left eyeball with eye drops. Okay. Because my left eye is completely dry for some reason this morning. It's like a dry socket over there. And my nose won't quit running. Yeah. And I've gotten to the age, I think, Cliff, that everything is starting to either dry up on me or starting to leak at the same time. <laughs> it's like a it's like a balancing act here. I'm pouring stuff in my eyeball, and I feel like it's dripping out of my nose as I'm doing it. Mercy. <clears throat> well, remember, be safe, make some good choices, Yes. and hard times call for hard liquor. Cliff, anything else said? Anything else? Yes. Morning, morning roadshow phrases of the day start with number three. Standing in to narrate the root canal, Morgan Freeman. <laughs> It'd be lovely. Yeah. Uh-huh. Number two, I can do the banging. And the number one morning roadshow phrase for today, think of something you can squeeze that makes noise. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, you know... All month long. Oh, yeah. Gordian Appreciation Month. I don't know who appreciates them, but But somebody does. Apparently someone does, yes. Yep. If there's something you'd like to hear us talk about, go to weedandcliff.com and click the Contact Us button and send us a message. Thanks again for listening to the new Weed and Cliff podcast.